0: This is Caleb Cornelius with Camp Moses Merrill. A week at summer camp is the highlight of every kid's summer. At Camp Moses Merrill, your child can learn and grow while having tons of fun. Campers look forward to fun games and activities like capture the flag, swimming on a hot afternoon, and spending time with friends. Not only do campers have fun at camp, but they are also immersed in Bible-centered teaching and Christian community. Our mission is to use the amazing camp setting to share the gospel with every camper. We have sessions of camp for all ages, from our two-night jam camp for grades one through six to senior high camp for high schoolers. There is something for your kids at Camp Moses Merrill. Visit our website, campmerrill.com, for more information or to register. We hope to see you at camp this summer. Well, welcome to
1: Mission in 5, the podcast where we ask a handful of questions to ministry practitioners to learn more about who they are and where they see God moving in their community. I am your host, Greg Mamula, and every week through my work with the American Baptist Churches in Nebraska and my ongoing writing projects, I get to partner with churches and ministry leaders. I am always amazed at the many and varied ways that God works in our individual communities and when multiple churches come together for mission and ministry. So that's the purpose of this podcast to share the many things that God is doing and to meet some of the people participating in God's mission in Nebraska, across the country, and around the world. Well, my guest today is Blake Wilkes, pastor of the Arthur Baptist Church. Blake is a South Dakota native who grew up attending the American Baptist congregation of First Baptist Church in Rapid City. He felt his called to ministry at Camp Judson and is a graduate of the University of Sioux Falls. After a short tenure in Portland, Oregon, Blake and his wife, Lana, came to Arthur Baptist Church in 2017. They are the parents of two children. During our conversation, we discussed his call to ministry, his love of outdoors, and his enthusiasm for discipleship. During our conversation, we also discussed the Arthur Baptist Church, which was founded in 1914 and holds the distinction of being the only church in Arthur County, Nebraska, since its merger with the Center Valley Church in 1992 when the two congregations were literally united by physically relocating the Center Valley building to Arthur and uniting the two structures into its single cohesive building. In 2010, they remodeled the interior, creating its current design. Arthur is a congregation with a rich American Baptist heritage and is involved in numerous local ministries. We hope you enjoy our conversation with Blake Wilkes and his ministry and the community of Arthur Baptist Church. So let's just jump right in. Who is Blake Wilkes?
0: Yeah, thanks for having me, Greg. Um so, uh I guess just basic information. Um I am I guess a young buck in ministry, just a <laughs> uh, uh, y- young uh pastor of a small country church in the middle of the Sand Hills, um from South Dakota. Uh the Black Hills area and Pretty much, you know, I've always been kind of the outdoorsy guy, Um, hunting, hunting in the fall, skiing in the winter and all kinds of water activities in the summer. So that's cool. uh, That's pretty much what takes up our, our seasons. Uh, I've been married for, it's going to be 10 years in August now and um, two kids, Uh, Thea, my oldest is four and Tobias, my youngest is two. So that's just. All kinds of fun. How did you meet your spouse? Uh actually I met her at um at camp, at Camp Judson actually, um, just behind Mount Rushmore. I worked there. I mean we pretty much I pretty much grew up there and my family was friends with the managers and mm-hmm. our church was nearby. And so as soon as I could I started working there. Let's see, when I was a freshman in college is when I was still working there. Um, but then she started working there. Um we said hello. She was standing in my dish pit because I was a dishwasher at that time that first morning and yeah and then just never stopped talking after that. So excellent.
1: It's so. always fun. I we've had many people uh find each other and end up married going to Camp Moses pearl yeah. Camp and Conference Center and I'm sure that's the same for Camp Judson. Um,
0: that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> we, we always are like, well, especially now, whenever I'm trying to get students to go to camp, I'm like, when we go to camp, it's not about relationships or anything <laughs> like that. You know, it's, it's all about focusing on your relationship with Christ, but then they are go, didn't you find your wife at camp? I'm yeah. like, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah
1: but, but you got to tell them the distinction is that I was a counselor, you're a student.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so.
1: Well, very good. Well, how did you get from uh, Rapid City, South Dakota, to Arthur, Nebraska, and become uh, the pastor of, of that congregation there?
0: Yeah, so that's actually kind of a it's kind of a crazy story, actually. A Huge part of my testimony because yeah, um, growing up, I did not my well, I didn't like being in front of people, anyways, you know, mm. and um, had no inclination of going into into ministry at all um really what i wanted to do was go into the ski industry Ah.
1: um
0: really uh, for some reason i really got into designing skis and snowboards when i was in high school i actually had my economic my my business teacher in high school she actually helped me put together a business plan and all that that's
1: awesome
0: yeah things were really going in that direction i who knows where it would have took me but um, but all my friends were like, Hey, we're going to go to the University of Sioux Falls. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'll, I, you know, I want to hang out with my friends for a few more years. I knew yeah. I was going to do some kind of business, um, or entrepreneurship major. So I was like, sure, I'll sign up with you guys. Um, they all bailed on me except for, for one of them. <laughs> uh, and w- by that time we were locked in. So I was like, all right, I'll just go, I'll do it for, um, I'll see how it is and, all that good stuff. So I went, um, and that's really when I started feeling this pull into ministry. Um, I, because USF, it's Christian college. It's one of the, it is one of the American Baptist colleges in our area. So, um, of course it's, everything's Christ centered. This, the professors are awesome and you have to take, um, uh, it's required part of the generals is to take, Oh, intro to Bible and um, Christian thought and things like that. And so Mm -hmm. it was just kind of in that um, and really being out on my own. You know, you're not under your parents' wing anymore. So when you go out on your own, you have to – the faith that you've had really has to become your own. And that's kind of what was going on with me in that freshman year of college was my faith was becoming – my own and there's a lot of emotions mixed up in that and um, struggles and things like that that i was just working through and all all through it really feeling this tug through that first semester of being like of pulling me into ministry you know and Mm. a a lot of the friends i was making was in the theologies program things like that and i was like no i no that is not something i want to be part of i really started (laughs) feeling it you know and i was like there's no way I'm going to do this, God. No way. Yeah. So I kind of pulled, I really like, I really, um, Oh, recognize with Jonah. Cause I was like, um, in the Bible. Cause I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm running away. God. So I that after that first semester, I was like, I'm getting out of here. So I ran back to the other side of the state and then kind of like the recession hit. And so you know i was like all right well i'm gonna i'm gonna take a semester out because things are just roadblocks after roadblock really didn't have a whole lot going on i was left alone to my thoughts a lot of times and yeah. um and so i but i did my youth pastor of the church i grew up in rap city um he kind of wrote me back in and got me back in as a as a youth leader you know and doing that and, yeah Things just really progressed there. That's where things were really growing. Everything else, like finding a job in the middle of the recession and going to school, that wasn't working out. Um, But this was just growing. And it got to the point where uh, Valentine's Day was coming up. And he's like, hey, I've never gotten to spend a Valentine's Day weekend with my wife in a while because that weekend was always over um, a winter camp that was going on. Oh, okay. And so he's like would you be willing to chaperone this year? Um, the kids that are going up, it's only like a handful smaller this year. Would you chaperone them up at camp? And I was like, yeah, sure. That'll be cool. Yeah. And so, um, so I got in, I got into that and it was like my first time of like, really like having a group of students on my own and really diving into it. Yeah. Um, and of course, here is all these people, all the other youth leaders that came over, where are they from? usf you know like here they are um we're back into it we're talking um and the main leader uh was super involved or this main speaker was super involved with usf um he even later on ended up teaching some of my uh youth ministry classes and all that and things were just going really good and then the second to last session um which was titled so up and I couldn't tell you why that title is what it is because I got distracted. But we were just in it and we were, I just remember everybody just being like, this is so good. And like just feeling in the right place. And so, and then all of a sudden I just heard audibly um, this voice, just a very steady, calm voice being like, Blake, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go into ministry. I want you to be a minister. Um, and I was like, I looked over at the people next to me, you know, cause I was like, it's kind of one of those voices. Like you recognize it, but I'm like, there's not a person around me that fits that voice. Wow. Um, and I even asked her, I was like, did you hear that? And she's like, no. Um, and so and I was like, <laughs> like instantly in my core, I was like, shoot, God just like called me out. So, um, so that night I kind of talked to um, a few people close to me and some mentors and my youth pastor and my parents. And finally, finally came to that point of like, all right, God, I'm going to submit to your to your will. Um, so re-enrolled back to USF, went back over, got, in, got involved with the theology program. Um, I still fought it the whole way, though. Yeah. Uh cuz it's still like I'm like one I don't really want to talk in front of people. Mm, you know, this yeah. is not what I was thinking. Um I know like the 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 schooling I'm like I'm going to be in like a ton of books, I'm going to be behind a desk a lot of times. Um I want to be outside. <laughs> so <laughs> right. Um uh, I just, you know, I I fought it until um And of course, this whole time, I'm still working at Camp Judson in the summer. And I'm like, you know, as that's growing, I'm like, well, you know, maybe that is ministry. Maybe I can just get a job in the background and work at a camp. Um, And so that's kind of where I started heading with this. Uh, And then I got involved with, um, for my internship at a church up there called The Point is to Serve. Um, And I got an internship with the youth pastor there. Um, His name was Kyle Johnson. And that's when he he took me and just completely discipled me. And that's where he, he kind of saw, I think, what God was seeing in me. Mm. Um, and he really pulled that out. And he's like, um, brought me to that point of where to show me like, hey, you can do this. But then I graduated. I didn't even take a chance at trying to find a job at a church. I just went straight to camp. And me and my wife were married by that time. And um, so we're like, hey, let's just – we'll work at camp all year round. Um, we'll be one of their, um, kind of helper staff. Uh, the end of that last summer, I got a call from the youth pastor I've been working with in rapid and he's like, Hey Blake, I just want you to know, um, something came up. I got a position now at the the mission in town. Um, and so I'm going to resign from church and go to work at the mission. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I just want you to know i'm gonna throw your name in because he's like i think you need to be here and be doing this and i'm like dude josh you're no no that's not gonna happen you're you're nuts <laughs> but great that you got a great ministry you know um so and then so i just we hung up and and then like uh, i think it was like 30 minutes maybe an hour later i get a call from the pastor and he goes hey um, Josh Bond just resigned. He got a new job at the mission and it sounds good. Um, and in my head, I'm like, yeah, he just told me, but uh, <laughs> but he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, I really, you know, obviously we're going to have an opening. I think you should come and do this. And I'm like, I <laughs> and and, I, and come to find out, Josh didn't really like talk to him about it. This was also his, the pastor's own idea too. So, wow. not, But I still fought it. And I was like, guys no i was like i'm i want to be in the camp ministry you know and and do that you know i can't do this upfront stuff like you guys and they're like okay you sure you know we'll we'll just give you time and then so time came and i was still putting resumes out there and nothing was happening um and the head pastor of the church called me again he's like hey you know just just give it a chance and i'm like okay, fine. We'll do, we'll do, um, we'll do a time and you guys can still be looking for another pastor um, to fill in the position. Cause I'm like, I don't think I want to do this forever. Well, so I got, I got put in there. Um, things got going and it was like finally my time of like being in it fully. Right. I'm the one, I'm the, the pastor. No one's really like over my position. Obviously yeah. the head pastor is, but like, right, I'm the right. one leading the student ministry and all that and come to find out wow you know what i actually do love this all right god i'm <laughs> finally see what you've been calling me into like we're yes, always like, we're
1: always the last like, to know right
0: <laughs> yeah like finally i'm like wow this is amazing discipling students like this i can i finally like starting to get a, like see your will in this you know and so finally really submitted myself to it and uh so, it really grew over that that year um and then um they did um since I decided you know like we're just going to do this internship. they ended up did finding a another pastor, and as that was coming forward, we again this time, I put out my resume to churches all over the country again, this church in Portland kind of we just kept talking and talking and talking, and then they're like, um they flew us out, and man, it was a, just a a great weekend with them. Um, they really put me through my paces, um, uh, but it was so good. And so we ended up moving to Portland, Oregon, um, and spent, uh, three years out there. And again, man, God did just a, a great work on us and really I look back now. And I'm like, it's those three years that I think God was preparing us for, um, where we're at now. Cause the pastor there. Um, became a huge he's still a big mentor in my life. Yeah. Um his whole thing is all about discipleship. Um not just like the discipleship of the congregation, but the discipleship of um all the pastors underneath him. It was a larger church, um not too big, but we had we had a pretty good sized staff. Yeah. Um and so he just made sure to uh really disciple everyone. And so, um, it was our third summer in Portland and we just got done. It was the end of the summer, just got done with a a mission trip that I took the students on to Heart Montana. And it was one of those mission trips where like, you know, everything that could go wrong, uh, did go wrong. Mm -hmm. I mean, we had transportation troubles and actually even before the trip started, we were set down for a different location, but they scheduled us wrong. So we couldn't go to that location, so they're like, "Well, hey, there's this other location that's open. Do you want to go to it?" I'm like, "Okay, sure, you know it's different, but sure we'll go we'll make that change and so we had to change logistics, and then our cars broke down, and you know oh, all man. kinds of things our some stuff got stolen out of our trailer. Wow, um, it was crazy, you know the whole whole trip things were just there's a lot against us, yeah. but the spiritual part of it um the mission that was going on in the community that we're in had a huge impact huge gains from it and as well as in the the students that i brought as well as all the um the leaders that i brought like just you could just feel christ and the holy spirit just moving and growing and so even though like everything you know physically and all that and logistic wise was against us man, God just did a great work in all of us and in that community that summer. So, that's um, yeah, we came back and so I was like, okay, well now that's done. Summer's pretty much wrapped up. So I was just praying, you know, okay, God, what do you want me to do next? You know, kind of with the idea of what do you want me to do this, this fall, you know, I'm just kind of really meditated, um, on that and prayer and, um, just kind of being open and quiet before him. And, um, and then after that prayer like i think it was like five minutes later i get this ding on my computer and what is it it's an email actually from from you about (laughs) this this little church in arthur nebraska um and really i mean honestly in the middle of nowhere and i'm like well this is interesting i kind of read through it what you sent me and all that i didn't even know like i was like how did they even find this this profile i didn't even know it was still up um yeah because i thought i had to renew it and i never did and so i was like how did they find me yeah um so me and my wife started i showed it to her you know and we just started talking and we're like maybe we should maybe we should um see what this is about so then, um, I think we, we talked, I think we called you or emailed you and kind of talked and and then, um, and then from there, you know, I was just kind of like, okay, you know, there might be something to this. Well, then the, the lead person of the search committee and Arthur, who was Mick Phillips, right. Um, I think we had a phone call with him and that really started pushing things forward because he called and he's like, you know, we started talking and he's like, oh yeah i know exactly where you guys live my wife used to live just down the hill from where you guys live now we're like whoa really you're from arthur nebraska how does like how does you have that connection um so what are the odds uh, of that i know exactly right like um yeah because him and his wife you know they're like oh yeah we know exactly how um the traffic is at this time on that highway and things like you know just little things you know we're like "Whoa, this is weird um, so we're like, okay, there is something to this. And so we just continued the conversation and, you know, obviously things went, went really good and then here we are, um, yeah. and Arthur, you know, I, it really has been one of those things where we have not moved unless God, uh, has wanted us to move. So, yeah. um, so that is that's how we that's how I became a pastor and ended up ended up here. Uh, no,
1: that's all great. I yeah. mean, it's it's crazy because you are you and I have a lot of the same people in our circle, even though oh, we yeah. had never met each other before you became pastor. Because oh yeah, I know Greg, uh, Pastor Greg Hammond, right? Yep. And yep. And I know a lot of people at USF I uh, have a friend who's graduated from there. Uh, of course, all the American Baptist family is pretty small, but we had a yeah, lot of those same yeah. things between Camp Judson and Moses yeah. Merrill and people know each other. And so it's so wild that, and then, and then Mick having family in Portland, I know, or, yeah. or his wife was, had connections to Portland. So it's so wild yeah. how all that comes together. And it has been kind of interesting to, to kind of hear your story and think, oh man, that was the same with me. You know, yeah. I, I was really nervous to be called into ministry. And then I got called into pastoral ministry at a camp. Um, it was an associational camp in Arkansas. And the church, uh, I was working at the camp that summer, and a pastor was there. And he's like, hey, I'm looking for a youth pastor. Why don't you come work for us? And I yeah. did. And, and I, I've, I've been in the church ever since. I was 19. I've never had a, a, a not church job since then. And so it's just kind of wild. Uh, some of those same overlaps going to college, meeting my spouse, you know, all those kind of things, and so that's fun. That's fun to hear.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just, it's yeah. crazy how God works. Yeah. You know? Oh, hey, so. my my uh
1: my voice story. I'll tell you my voice story. Okay. Um, so you said that you were in church or at the camp, and and you're at an event, and and you hear yeah. the voice of God saying, "Hey, I need you to be a pastor." I remember struggling with my call to be a pastor because so many of my friends had very specific callings, right? They're going to be a pastor of this kind of a church, or they're only going to be pastor of this kind of a church, or they're only going to ever do youth ministry. Now, it'd be interesting to track them now, 20 years (laughs) later, to see if, if they're still doing those things. But they yep. were just so confident in, like, the thing that God was calling them to do. And I never really had that. I was always unsure. Like, I felt called to ministry, but I didn't know what kind yeah. and um, didn't even really know there was so many different types of ministry at the time. Oh, yeah. And so I went for this walk one night and um, was just really praying and listening. And, and I'm like, you know, that shouting into the night moment, God, what do you want for me kind of thing? And, and I heard this voice and it was just basically, follow me and teach others to do the same. Yeah. That was it, that's my calling. And so I can do that in a lot of contexts, which really opened me up to opportunities at camps, it's opportunities at churches, opportunities on mission trips, opportunities here at the region level, because my calling is to follow God and to teach others to do the same. And uh, that's been kind of reassuring. So that's cool.
0: Yeah, it, well, it's just kind of, I mean, just the, like your story too, and like how, it won like kind of both of ours like it just kind of comes back to just like uh in god's will you yeah. know and like just following his path because you know like you, like you said there's all these different mission opportunities or pastoring and ministry opportunities but um you know he just said you know follow me yeah. you know that's... and that's you know he just didn't it's not anything specific or a specific path because all those things fall into place you know it's just yeah right you just gotta follow me yeah so exactly so tell us
1: about arthur then um tell us about what's going on at the church some ministries some of the positive things you see going on there
0: sure um yeah arthur has just been it's been such a fun place to to be in um there's it seems like a lot's been going on obviously covid really um messed a lot up but i you know being in a small community because of course um arthur itself is only like 146 people but um and we're the only town i should say we're actually a village village in the county and there's i think there's a little like around 500 people in the county mm-hmm. uh, and we got like half a million cows though so. <laughs> um but and so arthur baptist church is the only church in the county yeah uh And so, and that's such an interesting place to be, to be in, you know, we're the only church now we do have a church across kitty corner from us, but it's a museum now because it was made out of baled hay um, way back when. And so, um, so yeah, we're the only church here. You're the only active
1: congregation. Yeah. Not necessarily the only church building.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, So, which is, it's so interesting being like basically like the pastor of, of the town because that's kind of what well, like the okay. position I kind of take over in the public of the whole you know, county. Yeah. Even. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the county so, pastor. <laughs> yeah. Cause whenever anybody sees me, they're like, Oh, hi pastor. You know? And even though like not, not everybody goes to church or, you know, some well, go sure. to North Platte or Ogallala, which is fine. I'm just happy if people go to um, go to church and are following Christ. That's great. But um, it is, you know, like, since we are the only it's super easy to get involved in other parts of the community um so you know like and there's so many there are for a small community they're so busy there's so much going on um there's always something going on a year you know like um now since we're transitioning out of the school year into summer you know i'm thinking about okay in august we're gonna have our fair rodeo um so we're gonna have our we've been invited to have our um fair sunday um church at at the rodeo grounds which is huge and makes such a big difference in the community and um and even like they do a reunion big class reunion every gosh i can't remember how many every years they do it they're supposed to do it last year but uh, with covid they had to postpone it but um so all these people come back to Arthur for a big school reunion, and so there's a big sunday um it 's o- over a weekend, and so that Sunday, they have a big reunion Sunday, and the church is involved with that and um and even like right now, I think you know uh one of the things that I feel like is really growing is the student ministry um mm-hmm. it's just it's exploding, not just in number but just in the way they're growing and we just had baccalaureate uh last night. Which is, again, it's so cool to be able to have all the seniors of the school come to the church and let us, you know, bless them and recognize them yeah. and give them a Bible, you know. Because, like, in a bigger community, a bigger city, obviously that doesn't happen, you know. Like, back in Rapid, you know, like, it was just the, the seniors that went to that church. It wasn't yeah. a whole town that went to, you know, one baccalaureate service, you yeah. know. and so
1: Actually, um, the first time I ever spoke at Arthur Baptist Church— I was youth pastor at First Baptist Church in North Platte. Oh yeah. And and I did two two baccalaureates there, two years in a row. And um so I've I've been to that service, but it's yeah. been it's been 10 years since the last time I was there, I think. But for for baccalaureate anyway. Yeah. And uh my friend who helped me uh, well help, help me do youth ministry there, Brittany McDaniel, she and I did all the worship music and the speaking for for the last time we were there. So that was fun.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just such a special thing, you know, and, um, and even last night, like this, this last, this senior class we have gotten the closest to, cause, um, there's three seniors that are really involved with our church. Um, mm-hmm. and then the other one that's group of eight, um, they actually asked me in Atlanta, they do something that's called senior sneak every year. Mm-hmm. So the seniors go on a big trip, um, around march um and they have to get two sponsors outside of the school that will go along with them make sure they don't get into trouble um and (laughs) so like how weird is it though that they asked the pastor and the pastor's wife to take them um that is cool yeah and so and we really we got to know them it was so much fun um and so we just really got to invest in these guys lives um and so now we jump ahead to baccalaureate here they are you know and i get to you know bless these students and yeah. seeing them grow and i get to hand them you know a bible and we had a f- yeah. awesome speakers um his name was rp smith he's known as the cowboy poet poet oh yeah um and yeah and he just had all kinds of great words for him and and it was just really interesting to see like you know these students that are so comfortable with each other, and here in the church together, and you could just feel the fellowship that's going on. You kind of just get that little picture of, you know, the the church in Acts, and you know what heaven's, you know, gonna be like. Um,
1: that's awesome.
0: And so, yeah, so it, you know, just coming out of that, and um, but yeah, the youth ministry here has been the most exciting thing because. Um, they have just, um, I honestly, I don't know what it is, but they, they just have been set on fire with, with Christ and just have been super hungry, um, for it, you know, and, uh, and it's just been, again, you know, I like obviously started out in youth ministry, but now as a, um, head pastor, you know, that's not like the main thing, but it's a good chunk that I put into, um, and, Uh, I don't know what, I can't really explain it, but um, just in this last semester, it's just been, it's been really all of them, you know, there's been this core that's been there for the last, since we've been here, and we went through, we started out with a program called Alpha, which is just like basic, um, basic uh, Bible and Christianity, you know, and just getting people to know, hey, this is Jesus, this is what it's about, kind of laying it all out there with allowing space to ask all the questions so we kind of put down this foundation and then we went into a gospel and studied mark and then kind of went into one of the epistles which we went through Ephesians and then this year we went into crazy love to kind of take their um, their discipleship kind of to the next level and challenge them and um, and we pretty much just I just threw anything that Francis Chan brought up for scripture every Wednesday I just made a huge list of scripture and just gave it to them to go through. um, So that they were the ones handling it. And then all of a sudden they just kept taking it on. And then all of a sudden they're the ones kind of taking over the ministry. And they're the ones, you know, in the schools and out in the public, like inviting their friends and bringing people in. And um, it's just, yeah, it's just been amazing. And they're, um, I can't break on enough. I mean, it's definitely nothing that, we're doing it's all between them and god and um them choosing this but uh yeah it's just been really cool to be be part of that and see them really take it on and and them especially the older ones starting to disciple the younger ones you know so um but that's always a
1: that's a big shift in a youth group when the older students start discipling the younger students that's that's always a pretty cool magic moment
0: yeah yeah it's it's so cool just to sit back and like see it happen yeah um and the other cool thing is so you know like after after wednesday night gets done you know we always say okay you know um our time's here is done but you know we want you guys to know our door is always open our phone's always on um or even now you guys are are welcome if you have any questions you know you guys can ask us now this is the time any question you guys ever want to ask um we'll we will do our best to to work through them with you we might not be able to answer them but you know we'll we'll get into scripture or whatever and and see where it takes us and you know like first couple years when i opened that up there wasn't like a whole lot but then as this group grew man they they just throw everything at us (laughs) especially this last year we've had everything of like um, talking about angels and, and demons and like, you know, all of these hard, deep theological questions. And um, so not only have we been doing our usual, you know, studies, but like even afterwards, those that can stay, we've gone like even deeper, you know, into like some pretty deep theology, which has been really, really active, fun yeah. to go into these deeper places um, and see them like wrestle with some of this stuff. Uh and also, you know, be like, hey, we don't have the answers for this. Um we can continue to study it together, but there's also a good chance we may never find out the answer until you know we're before God um and heaven. And just so just seeing them take that on. And then they recently just um by their own um their own energy, they just started a group uh group messaging um, with all the all the students in student ministry. And every day they they post either a question or a verse, and then they pick it apart. You know, like I'm like, you guys are doing stuff that like that's some awesome. adults aren't even doing in the church. You know, so that's cool. it's it's just very encouraging for um, I don't know, they're kind of next generation. So
1: yeah, that's awesome. Uh,
0: so yeah, that's I think that's kind of the biggest thing that. Okay both me and as well as the churches itself has, has seen is just the, the students just growing. So.
1: That's awesome. So uh, what, what's next? Do you have anything on the, hor- I mean, you kind of mentioned some things coming up. You're going to be at the rodeo, which is always a big deal. Yeah. Um, you got, you're planning for late summer and uh, you're taking kids to camp and, and these sort of things, I'm, I'm sure. Um, so, but what's oh, next? Yeah. What's going on uh, on the nearest horizon?
0: So, um, of course, we have VBS coming up yeah. um, in June. So and this year we're uh, Moody Bible College, their aviation branch in Spokane put out a VBS. OK. Uh, and actually, one of our students uh, that graduated from here uh, a couple years ago is going to that school for aviation uh, ministry. And so she got us linked up with this VBS. So we're going to be doing uh, what they call SOAR. So that's kind of like the, the overarching theme. But it's going to be awesome. And it's really cool because, like, uh, I always love when... Okay, so our, our CE committee, you know, it's, it's mostly women. Um, but then, you know, when VBS comes around, there's, like, props and stage sets and all this. And so they basically... Uh, the VBS plans wanting to make like an airplane basically in your stage. And uh, you can just like already, like the husbands are like already jumping on that and getting involved. And I'm like, this is so awesome because you're going to see these husbands that are a lot of times in the background, they're going to get together and we're going to have an airplane on our stage, you know? <laughs> uh, so, uh, so I mean, that's, that's just good. There's a lot of energy around it too, which is, is really good, you know? Cause again, since we're the only church in the, the county a lot of times during that week, um even if someone you typically goes to another church on Sunday, they're still up here all week, so they bring our their kids to to our our church for b b s during that week so cool. again, it's, it's such a great way for like us as a community to come together, and we're not just coming together we're coming together around christ so um so that's going on, and then um July is really when our big camp season uh hits um we got hopefully students going um to all different camps, Moses Merrill and Camp Judson. And um of course I I've been leading now I don't even know how many years it's been. Um but that trail camp obviously where that youth pastor got me pulled in uh back when I was first becoming or being called in ministry that that camp now I'm the leader of it, been leading it for however long and that that that's the third week in July. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's coming up. And so, and I know we have a good chunk of kids here that are going to join me in that. And um, that's always, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I, if you talk to any of the past campers, um, they will say we've gotten lost, but we've never gotten lost. <laughs> I, 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 I know, know where you know, I am. Yeah, that's the thing. I know where I am. I know where you have to go, but we need to make a new trail to get there. So, uh, <laughs>
1: but funny. it's,
0: yeah, it's, it's so good. That's one definitely one of our big highlights of the year because it really, it's actually one of those places where it connects us to, we have people that have now come out from Portland to help me with it from our church there. Uh, cool. We have Arthur kids. We have people from USF and Sioux Falls from the church there. And then of course in Rapids. So it's like, all of these places that we've been connected to yeah. is still one of these little weeks where like all of the, the church churches come together in this one place for a week. And again, it's kind of like that you get to see like the church as a whole coming together. And that's, that's one awesome. thing that I really like about trail camp is um, it's such a great picture of the church and acts, you know, cause we're really relying on each other, you know, we're yeah. out in the woods Um, and we really have to share, I mean, we're cooking meals together. We're sharing meals together. Um, and so it's, and that's, you know, this year we're doing, um, a series for the week uh, inspired off of the Wren Collective album, Campfire. Oh yeah. Um, and it really does kind of cover some of that stuff, you know, and it's going to cover, you know, our relationship, um, between us and God. So there's this vertical relationship, but then there's also this relationship. Uh, this horizontal relationship between us and the church that he's blessed us with. Um, and then the, in the middle, obviously is Christ holding it all together. Um, so if you can, you couldn't see my hands, but I was making a cross and that's always like, <laughs> yeah. but when the students get that, you know, it's always great to see their faces like, Oh, you just made a cross. And I'm like, yeah, um, that's where it's all. That's where it's all at is at the cross and we come to it. And so um but yeah and they really really push this factor like this is you guys get to be the church it's not just about the building it's about you guys getting to be the church right here and then as you guys go out from after this week you still get to be the church and you still get to be doing all these things that you experienced in Christ this week you get to take that home you know just like the disciples did when they spread out from jerusalem and they went out you know into all the world so yeah that's that's, awesome. that's such a yeah it's a highlight of our summer for sure, and then obviously, after that, the next big thing is um the arthur fair so and then and then we're right back into the school season, so
1: yeah, it's quite a bit, and it's you know it's good that you're planning ahead and you know where you can be present and it helps you prepare for that, but uh you're also somebody who's clearly very flexible and follows the leading of the spirit wherever it goes, so it's-, it's yeah it's it's exciting to see from and 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 hear about. So how can we, as American Baptists, how can we partner with you and support you and encourage uh, Arthur Baptist Church?
0: Um, I think, you know, honestly, I, be, I was kind of thinking about this question, and um, this is going to be kind of like, it, it's like the cliche answer for it, I guess, is like, uh, I'm going to say, well, you can pray for us. But I think, honestly, now um, now more than ever, I think that's like the most important thing yeah. for churches to be doing is yeah. to spend, um, a lot of time in prayer for, uh, for the, for each other, yeah. you know, for not only the people in the church, but, you know, the other churches that God has planted around, you know, in our communities and in, in the state and in, in this country, you know, it just, there's such a changing environment, um, obviously with what's, what's going on. And, you know, I, as you've seen the, the current statistics where, you know, now, for the first time in X amount of years, there's uh, less people that identify as Christians, you know, and, right. and that's just, a, we know, you know, that's, things are trending in that way. And so how important it is for, I think, us to really realize that there is a church um, outside of just our little community church, but there's a larger right. church and we need to be, um you know, remembering that we're, we're all brothers and sisters. So the more we can be praying for each other, I think is so important right now because who knows what's on the horizon, but I think prayer right now is one of the biggest things that can, can prepare us for whatever future is, is on the horizon, you know, and just. um, Well, when we
1: go to pray for churches and and, and churches always ask, you know, how how can we pray for one another? Um, I always like to advise people to, to read Colossians chapter one, verses nine through 14. Oh yeah. It really is uh, it's it's Paul's prayer for the church in Colossae. Um yeah. but it is it is a prayer that I use that I have a list of churches and all the pastors that that I pray through handful of them every day and I always use this this passage, um, Colossians 1, 9 through 14, as my outline. So I encourage anybody listening to the podcast and and is wondering, well, how can I pray for a church? Uh, Start there. And and you'll be praying for wisdom. You'll be praying for growth. You're praying for people's relationship to be strengthened with Christ and with one another. And uh, it really does create a foundation of uh, at least the starting point of how to start praying for a church. And so I find that always very helpful.
0: Yeah, no, I, that's, That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. that, Those verses. That's great. Yeah. Very good.
1: Well, Blake, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you being on the podcast today.
0: Yeah. Thank you for for having me on here. This was awesome.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you for downloading and streaming the latest episode of Mission in 5. Keep tuning in as we introduce you to the ministry practitioners engaging in God's mission through the local church in Nebraska and around our larger American Baptist community. Check out the show notes for contact information and links to our various guests. Subscribe to the podcast in whatever platform you like. Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, Google Play. We're in all the platforms. Whichever one you use, be sure to rate and review us so we know how you're enjoying the podcast. Send us ideas on who you'd like us to interview for future episodes. And feel free to support us through our ABCNebraska.com PayPal link. Thanks, everybody, and have a great day.